very simple diagram of the uh, Karma Creek process. The biggest source of water will be coming from our produced water uh, reservoir, which we've been injecting water into the Leduc formation for the last 30 years. That area, that actual formation is a bit of a challenge for us right now because of our Peace River timing uh, and the delays with Carmen Creek. We are in the process of, process of applying for an extension to run PRC beyond 2017. Uh, the original plan was to relocate all of the workforce over to Carmen Creek in 2017 because of the uh, the redesign of the CPF. We are uh, extending the PRC uh, facility out to 2020 uh, and, and that process requires us to uh, meet D81 uh, directive which is about using produced water in the process. So we're, uh, we're well into the application process and hope to have uh, a decision by the AAR sometime in November. Um, the produced water will be used uh, to uh, make steam for the operation and on rare occasions we will have uh, makeup water come in from the river. The uh, cogen facility which is uh, where you see the power lines up there I don't have a pointer so I can't really show you you guys are looking at it on the screen. Uh, again we're uh, we're going to be producing electricity uh, from uh, three uh, cogeneration Siemens units. They're 220 megawatts <coughs> each, giving us a total of 660 megawatts. Uh, with that uh, excess power, we're creating lots of heat, and we'll be using that heat from the gas, the hot gases of the turbine, to, to make steam. Uh, the power will, uh, uh, the amount of power we'll make will basically uh, uh, have enough power for half a million homes in Alberta. So, quite exciting. Let's let's get to the next slide. This is the the drilling, a few drilling slides. You'll see there the drills uh, up in the top corner. Uh, some of the uh, Cliffdale production. So as I mentioned earlier in the drilling, right now we have drilled over 50 wells. So 48 were well into the second pad. We actually put permanent power on the, uh, the drill drilling uh, rigs. It was mid-September here. So they're on utility power now. We ran, we ran uh, diesel generation for most of the summer, which was quite expensive and but we've managed to get that onto the PRC uh, uh, utility supply. We, uh, we finished 12 wells at Cliffdale. We're finished our drilling program right now for this year at, uh, at Cliffdale. And in uh, Peace River, we just wrapped up finishing some in -well, in, infill wells uh, for 22 plus 2. Uh, we had some challenges with that, but uh, that is now complete. Uh, PRC's license to produce 12,500 barrels a day and Cliffdale's uh, license to do about 20,000 barrels a day. Today we're running about 50% capacity at Peace River uh, and that is because we have pretty much uh, 
depleted most of the wells uh, that had that had oil in it, and some of the infill activity that we're doing hopefully will increase our production. The cliff tail production is uh, ramping up. Uh, one of the key things with cliff tail, uh, the gas that we get from that field, we actually bring that gas over to Peace River and use that in our uh, boilers at Peace River. About 60% of that is blended with sales gas. Uh, let's, let's change gears a bit here and move into road safety. So uh, some changes will happen here very shortly with our, with our schedule. We actually are moving our staff to a four and three schedule. So they'll be starting 10 hour days, um, uh, effective uh, October 5th and working Monday to Thursday or Tuesday to Friday. So we will be, we will have shifts working uh, Monday to Friday, but uh, they will be split up our, our uh, Peace River staff. Uh, as you can see on the screen, the routes used by our coaches, we are temporarily using Highway 2, 688, uh, 986 route. And this is really, our, our preferred method is for 743-986. And basically the reason for that is uh, the, the DMI uh, road right now is uh, in desperate need of some repair. And it's quite a safety hazard. So I understand that that may be uh, re being up for retender and, and repair here shortly. Uh, just a bit of dollars, we contributed $624,000 to upgrade the Northern Sunrise Public Road 840. That actually went into service here in September. Uh, that got some of our staff, we never had large heavy hauler or heavy equipment on that road, but that got us away from some of the residents that have been complaining over a number of years. But 840 is, is now in service and it was a joint effort by uh, industry particularly Baytex uh, and uh, Murphy. Uh, they're, they were hauling uh, oil out of there. Uh, this project was, was on time, under budget. Uh, update, the airport update today, we spent three and a half million since 2014, terminal maintenance building and parking lots. So the parking lot's done. We are now flying in to Peace River again. That started last week. And back in 2014, we also invested 6.4 million into DMI's rail site uh, facility, uh, and uh, 425,000 to Alberta Transportation to upgrade upgrade the Wabaka. I can't even say that. Wabaska. Wabaska Bridge. <laughs> Any questions? You can stop me anytime. Environment. Uh, pride ourselves in the environment. Uh, on this slide you'll see, uh, I'm trying to save a bit of paper here, but if you're interested in reading our annual sustainability report, there's a link there, as well as our oil sands performance report. You can, you can pull that up. I think one, one key thing I'd like to mention is uh, our PRAMP, our Peace River Air Monitoring Program, the, the committee created in the region. We've, uh, we've done a lot of work. The AER actually will be unveiling a new uh, uh, dashboard for the Peace River region here very shortly. Uh, I think it's in the upcoming weeks and this will be uh, a place where the public can go to, to see what our air monitoring uh, stations are, uh, are uh, trending for air quality in the region. So I think that's important. Um, 
And we continue to work uh, with the COSIA, Canadian Oil Sands Innovation Alliance. Uh, lots, of, lots of work here Shell has been doing and been leaders in that space. Social performance. Uh, we are committed to working with communities where we operate to mitigate our impacts and provide benefits to communities. One way is uh, really providing opportunities for local business. So uh, we have agreements in place with local, uh, local Indigenous communities and regular con consultation meetings with the local communities and stakeholders. And the total or Aboriginal local spend in Q2 uh, is $57 million for Carmen Creek, direct and indirect and 17 million for Peace River and Cliffdale Direct. So been bringing a lot of uh, dollars into the community. Just on social investment, while the most significant opportunities we bring to local communities are those directly related to our operations, such as the provision for employment and stimulation, we also contribute to the general well-being of communities to grant our license to operate. Since 2012, Shell's invested more than $2.1 million to support initiatives in Peace River. And uh, since then, we've also, uh, Shell employees have volunteered about 5,800 hours, more than 35 local organizations, including schools and sports teams. And right now we have an honorary uh, Rotari Rotarian today, yes. wearing her badge. Elaine was there with me. <laughs> In February of 2015, of course, uh, we, some of you were here for that, uh, was the Shell Power Engineering Technology Center uh, with Northern Lakes College, which was, was a, which was a half a million dollar donation. And uh, just, just want you to know that uh, on November 3rd, we actually have an open house at McKinney Hall and a bit of an update on the operations as well as Carmen Creek. Uh, you're all invited to attend. Uh, this, will, uh, this will be our, our 2015 closeout meeting and then, of course, more in the new year. And uh, the new external relations team for Shell and situ operation, operations will be there. So there's been some change with, with uh, our ER team. And uh, as I said, there'll be a whole bunch of new people there that you can come and see. Any questions? Any questions from councillors? Yes, Deputy Mayor. So I'm not from the oil gas kind of industry. So when you say recordable um, things for safety, are there some that aren't recorded? Well, when we talk about recordables, we talk about um, uh, medical aid, for example. That's, that's where an employee uh, got injured and they needed to go see a doctor. And the doctor either, A, prescribed something or performed some sort of uh, like a stitch or something like that. Restricted work cases, that's when an employee comes to work and their injury uh, prevented them from doing more than 80% of their duties. So there might be a sort of a back strain or something like that. That would be an example. And a lost time injury, of course, is somebody that got hurt that they couldn't return to work within uh, 48 hours and they were, they were uh, required to be in the hospital or at home. For, for whatever the injury is. So those would be the recordable types? Those would be recordable, yeah. 
So if I walked out there and slipped and fell on the ice, would that be recordable or non-recordable? It depends on if you got hurt. Now, if you slipped and fell and you, we had to take you to the hospital, absolutely that would be recordable. If you walked away, then I'm fine and If you reported it, we would call that a near miss. Embarrassment <laughs> factor doesn't count. Embarrassment doesn't count, okay. <laughs> okay, I have another question, and this is kind of a side question totally. Um, we do have at least one Shell gas station or former Shell gas station in town, which seems to be uh, the proper terminology, I don't know, but we call it a brownfield or abandoned or whatever. Um, does Shell have a policy on taking care of the buildings for those sorts of situations? Like, I don't know who owns this either. I'm talking about the one um, at the Weaverville Lights. Weaverville Lights. West, West Hill. Hill. That across from the new... Uh, yeah. the new Nova, Hill. yes. I, I'm not sure if that was a private-owned facility. As I said earlier, uh, up to 60% of those re uh, retail outlets are privately owned. Um, we'd have to like we'd have to look into that. I don't know if council has any records or. <laughs> it, it was uh, it's owned by a private individual, or was in Fairview. So was it? I don't know if that individual has sold it or what. That individual has done that. Yeah. There is a 1-800 um, number, though, if you do have any concerns about any of our gas stations, if you wanted to call that in. And it's 1-800-SHELL-HELPS uh, if you had, um, and that, that's going directly to Shell. And if there was any, uh, anything that they need to follow up with, even if it was privately owned, they would action that. I know that uh, Shell was the... Uh, the leader in trying to get industry together to uh, sponsor another position with the RCMP specifically for victim services. Do you have an update for us on where where your your efforts are in that regard? Uh, we're de we're looking at the agreement now, um, working with the uh, GM for Carmen Creek. So that would be Fred Wasden. Uh, okay. Uh, getting closer. Uh, as you know, anything takes a lot of paperwork. <laughs> so uh, we're going going through all that paperwork. Um, it looks promising. Nothing is signed right now. So it's it's nothing's uh, official until it's signed, of course. Uh, but uh, it does look promising. So uh, we are working with the RCMP. I just met with them probably about three, four weeks ago maybe five weeks ago, sorry. I'd have to look at my calendar for the exact date. Uh, but we did recently meet, and uh, they, uh, the current status is they were going to uh, provide us with a business plan. Um, and, of course, there would have to be an application. So they're working on that while I'm working on the agreement side through Shell and Legal. Well, that's good news. Uh, and the reason why I, that question uh, twigged Twigged for me was I just heard a news report about the city of Edmonton and their their police chief talking about uh, they're busy when the price of oil is up. When the price of oil is down, they're even busier, and they've got nine thousand or nine thousand more calls since November twenty fourteen over their. Uh, uh, he seemed to imply their long term average. So, so the. Um the current would be really that the final decision on how that will go forward will be done and made by the end of the year. Well, that would be great. Okay. So, Tom, we'll, we'll take that back as well. 
Oh, that you, that you raise this some, every day. Yeah. I'm talking to him. It's okay. <laughs> he doesn't forget. Any other questions here from counselors? Mr. Needham? Just uh, help me understand. Carmen Creek, help me understand. Uh, Carmen Creek is 2020 now. Yeah. Okay, so, so and I thought I heard uh, in your discussion, in your presentation, you're talking about a water supply for the, I'll call it the old prep site, ending in 2017. Yeah. So what happens if you don't get a license? In 2017, what happens between 2017 and 2020? That's a good question, Colin. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're working heavily not to have happen. Good so to, the challenge, luck. the challenge would be if you know uh, we've. So I'll give you the short. We we've actually submitted an application. We've we've identified seven projects to uh, conserve on water to meet the intent of D81. We have a very strong application. Um, if we don't get an application, uh, the risk would be uh, uh, Peace River does shut down in 2017. Now, I think the, the opportunity we have certainly is we have a fair bit of time yet before that actually happens. The, the date officially is November of, of 2017. Um, we're working really closely with the AER to develop a plan. Um, we'll see... Uh, how we fare out here shortly, but we just had a couple of meetings. There's a couple of things in our application they wanted clarity on. We will uh, we'll update as we uh, as we get uh, as we get there. Okay. They're pretty confident though with what we submitted. They would have a decision by by November. So I feel very optimistic that we're in a good okay. space. One more question, Mr. Mayor. Um, how many employees do you have at your operations out, call it Carmen Creek or the other one or Cliffdale? So or between Cliffdale and, and Peace River, we have 105 employees. Can you hear me? Okay. So despite the fact that Carmen Creek is the schedule, uh, the startup date is 2020, you're, uh, you're in the process of putting in Two of the cogen uh, turbines out of the three that you had originally planned. That's right. And each each turbine can produce how, how many megawatts of energy? Two hundred and twenty megawatts. Each. Each. Yeah. So, so that the, it'll have a combined of six hundred and sixty meg, megawatts. Okay. So uh, when you uh, when you um, so when will these these cogen these two turbines will be operational when I believe the first one is is scheduled for commissioning sometime mid 2016 and then the the one subsequent after that now I don't have the exact date from a construction schedule there are a couple other moving parts there which is the connection to the grid all that good stuff that I haven't got a line of sight on, Tom. Right. I, I could get you an answer, though. But this will certainly go a long way to uh, phasing out coal in this province, which I think our Premier announced her intentions of doing that as quickly as possible. How, because how, how much of that, those megawatts, do you think will be out on the grid? Well, my, I haven't seen the actual load for the, for the facility, but my guess is the load for this facility will sit somewhere in about the, the hundred. And the, really, the the key uh, you know thing we're going after is the heat, right, for the steam. So, right. Um, looking at my experience up in the oil sands, 
the operation, the Albion Sands, which is a shell facility, produces about 160 megawatts, and it doesn't have. It has quite substantially more kit than this. Really, the the key thing here is the steam demand that the field's going to require. It's driving that that, and of course that 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 growth phase two. Uh, one and two, and then there's three and four, and some, you know other phases. That's been built into the to the the cogen facility. Three and four, and maybe even five and six, which I'm not a hundred percent sure. Okay. Um, well, maybe, does the press have any questions they'd like to ask, Mr. Colburn? Okay. They'll they'll get you as you're going out the door. <laughs> Will it? <laughs> <laughs> no other questions? Okay, not. It uh, doesn't look like it, so thank you very much. Well, thank you for having us. I can press the little button now. <laughs> thank you. Okay, thank you. Great, so the uh, next item on the agenda is. Uh, uh, we have a bylaw, the franchise agreement. Uh, so, uh, who's going to present bylaw 1956 for second and third reading, and execute the agreement? So that would be me. Okay. So what you have before you is bylaw 1966. It's the uh, being presented for second and third readings, and it's to enter into a franchise agreement uh, with Atco Electric to grant a special franchise to supply electricity to customers within Peace River. First reading was given to this bylaw on July 6th. It was advertised in the Record Gazette on August 5th, and residents had until August 19th, 2015, to send any objections or concerns about the application to either ATCO Electric or to the town of Peace River. No objections or concerns were received by either the town or ATCO Electric. The franchise fee rate rider percentage will remain the same at 7%. So the average monthly franchise fee for an average residential customer should rem will remain at uh, $7.21, and that's based on an average consumption for a residential property owner of 7,500 kilowatts hours per year. So administration uh, recommends that council provide second and third reading to bylaw number 1966 and authorize the mayor and the CAO to sign and execute an agreement to enter into a franchise agreement with Atco Electric using the existing franchise fee of 7%. Does anyone have any questions of administration on on bylaw 1966, which I uh, misread. Okay, uh, if there's no questions, I'll be more than happy to entertain a motion to for second reading of bylaw 1966. Mr. Needham, all in fa favor of Mr. Needham's motion for a second to pass second reading bylaw 1966 passed. Uh, is there a motion for third reading? Uh, Ms. Benke? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm assuming you want to pass this. <laughs> uh, you're correct, Your Worship. Okay. 
So all in favor of uh, third reading for bylaw 1966 and to enact it into law. Yeah. Uh, any any against? I just didn't see your hand, uh, Deputy Mayor. <laughs> okay, it's a unanimous uh, decision, and it's. Uh, I don't believe we need to do anything else except yep. for me and you to sign it. That's correct. Okay, very good. There's no unfinished business. Once again, we're very efficient. <laughs> so. Um, there's new business. Uh, the photo event at 12 Foot Davis Park, uh, Davis Events Park. Uh, this is to allow um, our PR public relations department to use the photos of the counselors in 12 Foot Davis Park taken approximately two weeks ago. Is that right? No, nope. nope. this is uh, to enable the mayor and council to attend a photo event at 12 Foot Davis Park on Saturday, October 3rd. This is for CN. Um, okay, I've got it. Okay, yeah. For the CN is... grant for the upgrades that were done to the 12 Foot Davis right. Events Park. Right, CN donated uh, $25,000 to the uh, town of Peace River. To four upgrades to the 12 foot Davis Events Park. Okay, great. So, uh, and they, this is a motion, to, or you're recommending that um, council, all of council be enabled to attend this photo event at uh, October 23rd, October 3rd at 1 o'clock. That's correct. Who wishes to make that motion to enable all councillors to attend? Mr. Burr, all in favor? Passed. Um, that then takes us to um, uh, the the Alberta Games Review Committee, and my understanding from reading this earlier today was that um, uh, administration is looking for one member to serve on the ad hoc committee for the regional games bid. That's correct. And are there any volunteers? Mr. Mayor, I had uh, responded to a letter from Miss um, Bell and said that I would if nobody else would. And I'm uh, glad to see that this committee would end at the end of November. So I would volunteer. And if it doesn't end at the end of November, will you continue to serve? <laughs> okay, so uh, someone make a motion to enable uh, Deputy, Deputy Mayor Elaine Manzer from the Town of Peace River Council to participate in the Regional Games Bid Committee. Who wishes to make that motion? Mr. Sawchuk, all in favor of Mrs. Sawchuk's motion? Passed. Um, National Trust Heritage Conference invitation. There is an invitation to attend the National Trust Heritage Conference and I believe it's Calgary. Um, having said that, there are some staff going, two members of the Town of Peace River staff. Uh, so they'll be more than happy to bring back conference proceedings or at least a, a report, I'm sure. So, um, but if there's anyone who wishes to go uh, October 24th, 23rd and 24th, uh, 
I think council would be willing to enable you to do that. Do that. I uh, will be in Edmonton uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday of that week, so could quite easily head my way down to Calgary for Friday and Saturday. So you wish to go? I on would. That? Okay. We'll make a motion to enable uh, Councillor Terry Sotchuk to uh, attend the National Trust Heritage Conference in Calgary on October 23rd and 24th, 2015. Okay, all in favor of Mr. Burr's motion? Passed. Uh, we have an emergency repair of a John Deere loader. Yes, we do. Um, what has happened is our John Deere loader is in disrepair. It actually will not move. And it was trucked to Grand Prairie for quotes, which are attached. And with the estimated shipping or trucking return, it's approximately slightly over $27,000 to replace the wet brakes and bearings that are used with the braking system of this loader. So as the snow removal account has still some monies left in it, that has been an option presented in order to fix the loader, the monies to come from the uh, snow removal account. I'm assuming if we don't fix the loader, then we would be renting some equipment to remove snow anyway, right? Correct. This is the loader that um, the snowblower attaches to, and the snowblower is the big machine that forces the snow into trucks down the windrows. How much does a new one cost? $7,432.15? Um, times 10, <laughs> or 15 or 20. Um, yes, I, that, I didn't even consider that an option because of the budget. But in order to fulfill, we use that loader year-round. But right. So I'm just wondering if it's how old is it? Ten years. It's ten years old. What's its lifespan expected to be before a new one is to be purchased? I guess nine point five years. <laughs> the problem with municipal a lot of municipal equipment, it's it doesn't. It isn't ran as hard as, you know, privately owned equipment. It doesn't put in the 200 hours per month and 300 hours per month. So it basically depends on numerous factors, you know. So was there a, did we have this John Deere type previous to 2005? Whatever this 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 John Deere type like loader. did we have a previous loader? Yeah, I couldn't tell you whether it was a John Deere or not, but we've always had loaders. I you know. I'm just wondering how long they lasted before the John Deere had to be bought. I'm going to say typically we uh, average is probably around. I'm, 
hands. I, I couldn't answer that. I could come back with a correct answer, but... Your Worship, yeah. Sandy, in your, your opinion, it's worth getting this fixed, all right? It is. It needs to be fixed. We need to have a loader. Um, yes. But are you going to come back next, next budget year saying we need to replace it? it, it I sh Theoretically, you shouldn't. But let's say the motor goes on it. And it's an $80,000 bill. At some point, as in a car, you make that choice. Are we going to keep doing these little repairs? Or if your car engine goes, you say, okay, enough's enough. And then you move forward with a new machine. But if nothing else happens to it, yes, I would, I would say move forward with this repair. Off the top of your head, how much money has been put into repairs since this unit was bought in 2005? Oh. Ballpark. I, I I can't answer that. It, I mean, in the future we can because we're using facility dude to track repairs. But to go back ten years, just is it working right now? No, it's sitting in Grand Prairie. It cannot move. Right but now. was it was doing something pr previous? Yes. This isn't. You didn't. I guess what I'm asking is, you didn't identify this getting it ready for winter. It was actually doing work that it needs to be doing. Yes. So it, if we didn't fix it right now, mm -hmm. we would be renting something to do work with it right now. Um. So I guess what I'm saying say is, whether we have to replace it or not replace it, we still need to fix it in order to get the work done? Right. What, what I believe what was happening is they were mixing the sand and salt together, getting ready for winter, and it literally wouldn't move again. Oh, okay. So when they took it to Grand Prairie, because it would not move forward or backwards, they literally loaded it. This is what they discovered what was wrong with it. Okay. So. Okay. Well, <clears throat> I'd put a motion on the table then, Your Worship, to authorize the repairs uh, with the funds coming out of the 2015 snow removal account. Okay. Any further questions? Okay. I'll uh, call a vote on that motion. All in favor of Councillor Blinking's motion? Passed. Okay. So the next item on the agenda is an easy one. Um, be, the Small Communities Fund, when we get the grant, there are certain stipulations that they request. And one is signage, and we're moving with that. And also is that the CAO sign a document stating that the Small Communities Fund can use photos that we submit in conjunction with these projects for their use. And all we're asking is that you approve the CAO signing on your behalf that you allow the use of these photos. Yeah, I don't think there needs to be any debate on this. We've got to make a, a grant application. I have a question. Sure. Why does this even have to come to council? Can't, to me, that's something that should be in the pur purview of the CAO to make Because the, um, the document I'll be signing specifically states that the um, I confirm that Council for the Town of Peace River has granted 
the uh, permission. So I'm just saying that you've granted permission to use the photos. I can't grant that permission. But isn't, isn't that part of a condition of the existing agreement we already have with them? That's what they were wanting me to sign, is that, that agreement for that money. They, they've sent the conditions and they want to confirm that council confirms that you grant permission. Interest. This it. sounds like an administrative item that doesn't cost us anything. Let, let's vote. Okay. Uh, who's making a motion then? I'll make the motion to allow uh, the CO to sign the project signage form confirming that Council has granted municipal affairs grants and education property tax branch provision to use photographs submitted in connection with the FCF program. Okay. All in favor of Councillor Burr's motion? Passed. Thank you. Um, are you still staying at the desk for temporary road closure, or that's oh, Mr. Graham Smith? It's that guy again <laughs> with his common garden variety uh, request for a temporary road closure. This one for the Sisters and Spirit Walk. Takes place October 4th. Uh, we missed the deadline for the last regular meeting because we were a little burdened with something else. Uh, again, it's very much common garden variety boilerplate. Takes place every year, October 1st, or October 4th, I beg your pardon. Uh, no cost to us other than the fact that they're using our shared Main Street with Alberta Transportation. Right, and your recommendation is. The recommendation to is, as usual, to permit <coughs> the, the temporary closure. Okay, so uh, are any questions of Mr. Smith? Uh, anyone wishing to make that motion? I have a question. I, I'm looking ahead to uh, their application for some funding. And on that application, it says one staff member to help barricade roads and open them back up on Sunday. So is that one staff member, meaning the Aboriginal They're group's looking, own yeah. staff member? My understanding, last time I talked to uh, Wendy Goulet, that was exactly what they had planned. Okay. Then, Mr. Mayor, I would... Um, uh, move that um, wherever I'm supposed to move this that council approve option one temporary road closure of 100th Street at Riverview Mall to uh, River Drive Mall to 100th Avenue and then from 100th Avenue back to Riverfront Park between 1 and 1.30 p.m. on Sunday October 4th for the Sisters in Spirit Walk okay all in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion passed. So um, Deputy Mayor Manzer brought up the uh, the Sisters in Spirit grant request for assistance. So we'll skip over seven and go straight to eight. And uh, eight was uh, the Sisters in Spirit would uh, like uh, would appreciate uh, uh, approximately one hundred and sixty. $160 to enable them to rent chairs and tables from the town of Peace River, if 
I remember correctly. So, um, are there any questions on that of administration? Or did I get that, or did I recall it incorrectly? And you had some questions about this one, Deputy Mayor Manzer. You were wondering if there was a comment about a uh, a staff member. I don't recall reading that. It's on their page one of their application towards the bottom bottom in handwriting. I, I'm not sure. I don't read that the way I read it, that it's our staff member yeah. that they're asking for. Otherwise, why would they mm -hmm. mention it? So I, I believe think, you're correct. I think they are asking for one staff member from the town to assist in putting up the barricades yeah. and taking them down. Right, yeah, okay. Would the, the funds requested at 159.60 include the wages or the overtime for that staff member? No, no. they would not. So you've, you've council could pass a motion to authorize us to provide one staff member to them. Okay. Or has Tanya already agreed to that? It's just coming out of her budget. We don't know. It's a public works uh, individual that normally does that. But the community services does the tables and chairs usually. That's correct. Okay. So just just to clarify, so if, if we've granted Mr. Smith uh, authorization to close a road, is it then does it not follow that the staff person is going to be there to close the road, or not? Or am I what am I missing? <laughs> Not necessarily, but it would be in our best interest to have someone there to ensure that uh, it's for safety reasons that someone puts up the barricades and takes them down afterwards. Right. So is uh, there a motion to go? Yeah, I'll put a motion on the table, Your Worship, to uh, provide them with $159.60 in funding for the table and chair, to cover off the table and chair rentals as well as ensuring that there is a staff member available to help with the barricades of the closed roads, uh, the, the, sorry, the opening and the closing of the barricaded roads on Sunday, October 4th. And then being Aboriginal Interagency Committee? Is Correct, yes, and I'm actually noticing that they're asking for a provision to rent the Athabasca Hall from 1 to 4 in the event of rain, so I'll, I'll include that in my motion as well. Okay, very good. Good reading. All in favor of Councillor Benke's motion? Passed. So let's go back up to item seven, the sustainability conference. There's a sustainability conference to be held, I believe it's in Red Deer, on November 9th and 10th. Uh, the agenda is attached and um, Council Oh, is it Knowles? Yeah, you're, you're right. It's in Knowles. And uh, administration is suggesting that we enable one counselor to attend the Pathways to 
uh, Sustainability Conference in Olds on November 9th, 10th, 2015. So is there actually a counselor who wishes to take this in? It might be worthwhile going given that, uh, or, or two, given that there is actually a new fund that we learned about at AUMA for, uh, for green initiatives, primarily greenhouse gas reduction initiatives, but uh, this may uh, help generate some ideas. Anyone wish I moved uh, to enable our Deputy Mayor Manzer to attend. Okay. Right, do you accept that? Okay. Anybody else wishing to attend this particular conference? Uh, hearing none, I'll just uh, call for a vote on uh, Mr. Burr's motion. All in favor of sending Deputy Mayor Manzer to Oles on November 9th and 10th? Passed. Um, so I have us now at item nine, operating and capital budget variance report, which will be a requirement <coughs> under the new MGA, I understand. Um, are there Would any? This, I was just wondering, would this not normally come under an information item as opposed to a, because we don't make a motion or anything there, There's like no that. action required. It is for information and for council to ask questions if you choose. Are there any questions uh, on this matter, on this item, uh, Deputy Mayor? Yes. Under, um, let's see, general administration, um, it says that ex what, the way I'm reading this is in 2015, expenditures to date are $1,031,000, and that the budgeted item was a uh, million seven hundred sixty-three thousand some odd dollars, and then it says percent of annual budget fifty-eight percent. So, is a million fifty-eight percent of seventeen million, or is the fifty-eight percent calculated some other way? Maybe I'm just reading this wrong. It could be. Uh, calculating incorrectly there might be something wrong with the formula because that doesn't seem mm, no it's not the the formula is calculating incorrectly no wouldn't it be a million wouldn't it be 58 percent of that budget line because if you're looking at it the um, budgeted versus the expense, it's 1 million versus 1.7. I don't have a calculator. So I'm thinking it's of the budget line, not of the overall budget. Oh, it's it's of that line, yes. Yeah, so yes. a million of 1.7 or wherever that is would be would probably be, I'm just going off the top of my head, but that would be pretty close to 58%. It's close, yeah. Um, then I had another uh, question. It's further down under transportation and engineering. It's the very last line on that one. 2014 paved road rehab, completion of the project upper piece, 
So is this the first layer of that pavement up there? <coughs> or is... Um, on my paper, it's transportation and engineering, page one, oh. down there, towards the bottom, 2014 paved road rehab. And then it says upper west piece. So was that the first layer of that paving over there? That has not. So the upper west piece, that's the one by the ski hill, I believe yeah. that was put on hold. That has not been completed. That's why the expenditure on that is only $709 yeah. to date. So that one's been put on hold for now. So I guess uh, I read that as closed and wondered. Because they're not doing it this year. Okay. Okay. I'm scared to ask my next question. <laughs> So my question is, uh, with this new Adobe format, how do you uh, rotate the page? There's a glitch in their system, so you just have to open it in PDF. That's it. Or sorry, in HTML. Right click. Oh. I opened it in HTML. I can't Right click and rotate clockwise. Down, 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 down. Ah. Okay. <laughs> not a, oh, there we are. Okay. Thank you. There we are. Okay. So what's your other question, Deputy Mayor? Or you said you were too scared to answer it. Does that mean that you're that you're not going to ask ask it? Um, ask away. Okay, so closed means that it's put off for another year. Um, complete means it's actually been done. And there was another something there. So the other closed thing is that's the complete. The equipment has been purchased, if you're speaking about the street sweeper yes. or track hole. Yeah. That's been completed. The equipment has been purchased. So you see a $29,649 deficit there. Mm -hmm. That was approved by council to come out of another project that was under budget. Okay. So then if you go further down to page 4, it says downtown pocket parks. This, um, it says it's on hold. So isn't the ski hill paving over there, is, isn't that kind of on hold too? Not necessarily. I'm not sure what they're going to do there. I think they weren't putting it in because of the... Oh, I can't remember the exact reason. It might have to do with the curbing up there. So there's, that's on, they're using that money towards something else currently. So that will be put back on the books when uh, they get the curbs done up in that area. Okay, so that means that we should have about $419,000 unspent in this transportation and engineering budget then this year because it was budgeted but not it's not going to be spent now assuming it wasn't applied to something else yeah okay I'm going to assume it was unspent and it's going to be there well if it I'll wasn't applied assume. to to apply it to something else you'd have to get an approval comes to mind. 
You'd have to get approval from yeah, council. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right now it's there. If it's going to be used for another project, it would have to come back to council for approval for that. That's all my questions. Any other questions? Okay. Um, I'll take a motion to uh, accept this particular item for information. The variance report for information. So moved. Okay. Councillor uh, Ford, all in favor? Uh, there's an, uh, the McKenzie Municipal Service Agency annual seminar, and they're looking for an attendee. And um, I think they asked for the mayor, but the mayor is going to have some difficulty attending this one. So. Mr. Mayor, I just have a question about it anyhow. Um, since this is the annual kind of educational seminar from the municipal planning services, uh, might not any and all council be unable to attend? Yeah, good question. It would be very beneficial if uh, councillors attend, anyone who can attend. Yeah. This would be good information to have for um, council going forward in helping to make decisions in the future. I believe this is the one where Ms. Modi actually was begging us to attend. Well, begging is a strong word. <laughs> so, Mr. Highly recommending that we attend. <laughs> highly <that>. recommend. <laughs> okay, I'll uh, entertain a motion to uh, enable all of council to attend, if they, any and all council members to attend, if they wish. Um, I'll make that motion that uh, recommend that council enable uh, all uh, all councillors to attend the McKenzie Municipal Services annual seminar on October 23rd, 2015. Okay, all in favor? Passed. And there's a rock and roll gala invitation from the Rotary Club. Uh, we'll let Deputy Mayor Manzer handle this one, seeing that she's a Rotarian. <laughs> Yes, well, I'll be pleased to handle this one. So this is the uh, annual um, gala that they, the Rotarians use to raise funds for the Rotary House. So I would um, move that uh, the mayor and councillors be enabled to attend the Let's Rock and Roll fundraising gala November 7th for Rotary at the Bell Petroleum Centre in Peace River. So usually we get a table, don't we, Ms. Ms. Bench? That's right. So to enable all of them. I, I would uh, change my motion to ask um, admin to um, buy a table for councillors to attend the gala. And and then if uh, that that'll be the motion, but. Uh, if councillors could then tell administration, i.e. Ms. Bench or Ms. Bell, who will be taking over, I guess, in a, in a few days' time, whether they'll be attending or not, and then um, with the seats that will be empty, maybe we could send an invite out to MD of Peace. So we should do this very quickly. The event is not till November 7th. They probably want to know who's attending so they can book. Well, we can book a table, but you don't have to decide who's going to sit at the table until later. 
You, you can sit at it. Well, it's just that uh, usually we, that was the idea last time we ran out of time to invite the MD of Peace uh, to, to sit at our table, given that they usually don't attend this event and probably due to money issues. So, uh, so it'd be good if people could say, yeah, I'm going to attend, or yes, I'm going to attend with my spouse, or no, I'm not going to attend, period. So, or I'm sitting at another table. So, yes. Can you just clarify uh, that motion? <laughs> uh, I will allow Deputy Mayor Mazur to clarify that motion. <laughs> um, the motion is that uh, the Town of Peace River buy a table at the Rotary Gala November 7th. And enable mayor and councillors to attend. All in favor of Deputy Mayor Manzer's motion? Passed. Um, and there is a um, municipal planning commission commission board member application from a uh, Reverend Aaron Hamilton. Uh, I've I've reviewed the application. I have no objections to this individual. Uh, um, are there any questions or issues? No, I don't make I support that. I'd make a motion to accept the uh, nomination of Reverend Hamilton to the Municipal Planning Commission. Okay. All in favor? Passed. Um, so we, we now are um, into reports. There's two check registries, one for September 14th and one for September 21st. Are there any questions regarding these check registers, registries? I, oh, sorry, oh, I had, okay. I had sorry. one question. There was um, an amount here due to uh, the Ducks Unlimited. Did that have anything to do with the lot? It does. That's the amount we had to pay for the... Um, to fill in that... Uh, it's a wet, wetlands, per, wetlands Protection Fund. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> okay. But so it's related to the lot? Uh, it, it, yes. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. The money goes back into the habitat development. Gotcha. Thank you. Okay. Any further questions on any of these checks? That were signed by either Deputy Mayor Manzer or Councillor Needham. <laughs> and the, the reason for that detailed response was because it was uh, Colin Needham that signed the check. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's good to see that you read what you signed. Um, okay. Uh, so I'll entertain a motion to accept the uh, check registries for September 14th and September 21st, 2015 for information. Deputy Mayor Manzer, all in favor? Um, there are, uh, under information, there are four items. One's uh, the downtown beautification budget summary. 
Uh, is there anything anybody wishes to highlight on that? I'll even allow uh, Mr. Dietrich to highlight any items there he wishes. <laughs> okay. When I read this, it wasn't really clear how much of this they actually thought would happen this year, or did I miss that? Like some of it looks like it might go to next year's budget, or? So the order's been placed. So most so, of it should get spent. Uh, there is uh, trees are coming and banners for certain. So they've been ordered. Okay. Um, the electrical on the streets, they've had Kenry Electric out to see where the um, issues are. There are some trees that we can't electrify because there aren't any um, outlets there. And then a couple of the outlets on the existing trees no longer work, so... Any uh, anything else anybody wants to highlight on this? Well, I guess the other thing, no. the mur mural project, like there's ten thousand allocated. Was that in this year's budget or next? Like it's getting fairly late to do a mural, or, or is that particularly haven't picked the location or design yet? Is that something? It, it probably won't be done until next year, but they can go through the process of picking the location, <laughs> picking what kind of a mural, and then be ready to go. Now, if they pick a style that would could be done inside and then uh, put onto the building, then they could do that throughout the winter. But we haven't that hasn't been decided exactly. yet. Okay, all right. Thank you. Um, and the next item under information was I. Uh, a memo from Alicia Modi, our municipal planner, uh, just talking about the 2015 planning work program that uh, the planning department is responsible for. Uh, is there any items there that we, uh, uh, a counselor or two wishes to uh, highlight or has even has questions on? Um, they did talk about the land use bylaw review and update, uh, downtown beautification, which was also in a separate memo, uh, development, uh, uh, developments going going on, uh, peaceful homes slash Anderson developments, Peace Ridge Saddleback Phase Five, North Peace Housing Foundation Westview, that which is up by the hospital, which probably explains. The, why, why it's called Westview, uh, tra and transportation transit, uh, which was uh, pending further direction from council with respect to green trip funding and moving forward with the transit service. The planning department will be involved in system planning and implementation. So, you have your light on, Mr. Sacek. Uh, yeah, I was just looking at my calendar here, just trying to... I would recommend that we try and get that uh, transit uh, discussion onto our governance and priorities meeting as soon as possible so we can offer our uh, administration some direction on how we want them to proceed with that. Right. So the next uh, GMP meeting is not this Wednesday, but next Wednesday. Um, 
October seventh, seventh or fourteenth. Well, I've 14, got fourteenth. Yes. October fourteenth. Okay. I recommend uh, we get it on that agenda if we could, please. Okay. And I may very well have a request to. Is is there a possibility of moving that to October thirteenth, a Tuesday? Oh. It's too many holidays in this country. <laughs> Is there any reason it couldn't be on the council agenda? Yeah, it depends on how in depth we're going to get to it. I mean, if we have a meeting like tonight, it probably doesn't matter. But yeah. okay. Um, yeah, why don't we play it a bit by ear, I guess. Can we see how long, how many items come up and then we'll... Yeah, I, again, it, it doesn't matter to me if it's a regular council meeting or not. I just wanted to get it out there somewhere. Okay. Um, so the next item is Community Foundation of Northwest Alberta Newsletter. Uh, Sorry, can I just go back yeah. to the governance and priorities? So are you saying you're canceling the October 14th? Governance and Priorities Committee meeting? Um, well, I'm not saying that I'm canceling it. I'm saying that I might not be able to attend, and that's okay. why my preference would be to move it to the 13th, which I understand I was checkmated on. <laughs> Just checking. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, and Wednesdays are getting to be a bit of a problem for me, but um, that's an item for the organizational meeting, I suppose, but we could have a discussion beforehand if it came right down to it. Okay, uh, so for now, just put it on October 14th, and then we'll see what we can do. Um, the uh, So there was a Community Foundation Northwest uh, Alberta newsletter. Anything to highlight there? I'm... Uh, the community foundation. These, Ms. Benke, these these are the people that have a million dollars uh, towards the new arena. Correct. Yeah. The com the community foundation of Northwestern Alberta is the one based out of Grand Prairie, and then there's um, the North Peace Community Foundation, which is a, a sub foundation of this. That's oh, okay. Peace River and, and area, or and region, I guess. Right. So, but yes, they're the ones holding that right. in trust. And so, I guess the uh, the message is that if anyone buys a lotto lotto max ticket and is a winner of fifty million, we certainly wouldn't mind a couple of million donated towards the arena through the Community Foundation of Northwestern Alberta. Single ticket was sold in Ontario. Okay. So that, then there's the Alberta Emergency Management Agency Northwest Region uh, Fall 2015 newsletter, and that um, I don't know is there anything worth mention highlighting there? Does like the town of Peace River belong to? I think they. It was it in here they talk about the basic. Um, 
I went to some a seminar at some point in time where they talked about all emergency people getting on the same um, wavelength with respect to ra radios and so on. Are we? On whatever wavelength this is for emergency people, or are we on our own? Just as long as this council's on the same wavelength, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I believe Lance coordinates that through those emergency services. So uh, I'm not sure. I can find out. Okay. Well, didn't we budget some money for an upgrade on a tower up on the hill to facilitate no, part of that? We didn't. No. It didn't happen? Okay, let me clarify. There was a request. Yes. There is a tower up on the Misery Mountain that is still in use that. Uh, transmits are it's it it's sure. for their radios basically so it, there is a tower there I'm, I'm good so will you make a motion to uh, to accept items 11.1 .1 through 11.4 inclusive for uh, information Uh, Mr. Burr, okay, thank you. All in favor of Mr. Burr's motion? Great. Uh, any notices of motion, Ms. Bench? No, there aren't any. Okay, so we will uh, just go to key communication items. I see we lost one member of the media. Was it too quiet for, for the Record Gazette? Not enough excitement? Okay. Okay, super. <laughs> right, so that'll be Sisters in Spirit is October 4th. That's a Sunday, right? And that starts at 1 o'clock. <laughs> Correct me if I'm wrong. It starts at 1 in the afternoon, right? Okay. Yeah. So we'll, we'll be uh, closing down the road because they'll walk from... Where, who? I think from the... And supposedly back again. Although I, my oh, recollection you know, last year we didn't. Yeah. Just up Main Street and then left at uh, the town office. Right. I don't think they're walking back because last year we were there for like yeah. four hours. And then they went into Athabasca Hall for a yeah. bit of a, a snack. So. Okay. Isn't that good? Oh, actually, why don't you talk to Wendy Goulet at, uh, um, is she stationed in the Saigotara Friendship Center? Yeah. 
We didn't do counselor reports, so. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have to sign that one. Oh, it was something else. I give you two real short ones. Had made enough money today. Uh, well, no, this may be of interest for uh, for the press. So uh, I I guess I skipped counselor's reports. Item ten. Um, there were uh, there was four of. Four, four counselors who attended the Alberta Urban Municipalities Association meeting or conference, five in, uh, in Calgary uh, um, last week, weekend. Um, and we met with uh, three ministers, well, we met with two ministers, the Minister of Health and the Minister of Energy and also with the uh, representative representatives from the Department of the Environment. Uh, we met with the Minister of Health um, um, to underscore our uh, our application for a, um, what used to be called a family care clinic. Uh, the name has probably changed, but a medical center up on close to the hospital. And um, I think it's fair to say that the uh, Minister of Health, uh, Sarah Hoffman, was very impressed with our presentation, uh, both the, uh, the amount of work that has gone into uh, uh, making that dream become a reality, as well as the organization around it. Um, and we're, uh, we certainly underscored with the minister the support that we were also getting from the surrounding municipalities to uh, to uh, to support the application for a family care clinic so uh, and then we also met with the uh, minister of energy just to uh, uh, speak to uh, uh, perhaps reducing uh, the investment barrier uh, and and the green and the carbon footprint for uh, 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 for oil production here in in the peace country. Yeah, we we get, we'll take a recess after this, and then the uh, we all, we met with the uh, minister. Well, we didn't actually meet with the minister of environment, but with her representatives and. Um, Someone remind me who the Minister of the Environment is. Dan Phillips. Wow. <laughs> yeah, the, the, and the Minister of Energy is uh, Marg. Wow, you got a photographic memory there, buddy. Um, yeah, so we met with the, uh, the Ministry of Environment, at least the representatives, and we uh, we. Uh, talked about uh, 
the need for phase two on Pat's Creek uh, to rehabilitate uh, Pat's Creek. Uh, the, re the phase two should allow us to uh, to give to extend the life of Pat's Creek by 15 years. But we also talked about uh, making sure that there are supports in place to who, uh, I uh, make sure that that. Pat's Creek doesn't get buried in in the avalanche of time, and uh, that after 15 years, that there are, is there will be some supports there to refurbish that creek. So I can talk about that, and and uh, there were also uh, a number of workshops that uh, councillors attended, including. Um, uh, a smart city, smart town, uh, using the uh, the uh, the uh, fiber optic to the home, the high speed internet, to uh, to facilitate uh, smart city and smart town initiatives. Anybody want to add anything on that uh, on the conference? One of the workshops I attended, it came out that we we talked about when we were reviewing and looking at our procedural bylaw about F. 15-minute open mic, and a couple municipalities are doing that. Uh, they seem said it works extremely well. They don't have people there every every week, but uh, I also Marianne Chichak was there, and Whitelaw was the one that kind of said, "Well, they 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 have it scheduled, but no one comes." But uh, the mayor was definitely adamant that it was worthwhile doing it. So I think maybe we should maybe review that in one of our planning and governance committees talk about whether we want to make an, an amendment to the procedure bylaw to allow that. It just They just allow residents to come. They limit it to five, five minutes uh, just to either vent or share uh, bouquets with council. And they, they say they get a little of both. But. Anybody else want to add anything on AUMA? Okay. All uh, right. Uh, and... Uh, they did announce, or uh, the Ministry of Environment did uh, advise us that there uh, there is some grant money if we want to pursue uh, green initiatives, particularly ones that will uh, reduce greenhouse gas emissions in our municipality. The other thing from the one, the bear hug session they called it, that Brian Mason was at, it, you know, he, he was very cryptic in terms of what he was talking about, but he definitely implied that the uh, in the budget we could possibly see some uh, um, money available to proceed with stuff like shovel-ready projects to, that could proceed. So I don't know, maybe it would be worthwhile to make sure administration has identified any projects. So if that comes forward, that the province is going to you know throw have some money available to proceed with projects to stimulate the economy. That maybe we should have some stuff ready. Yeah, that's a good point. Uh, anything uh, that people wish to highlight for next week? Well, you also attended a Lac Cardinal Economic Development Board meeting on Monday before you went to the AUMA. Do you want me to give you a little lowdown on that? Uh, if you want to. Okay. It's not uh, in camera, I guess. No, um, we did have our meeting and uh, followed our regular format. Uh, the one thing that um, uh, did come forward was that the Chamber of Commerce of Peace River was looking to appoint a member to the board on a permanent basis. They did not have a member present. 
Um, I did talk to uh, Shelly Shannon after that, and I believe what they're going to do is have their president sit. So that currently is Shelly, so she will sit until her term is up in January, I believe. Uh, okay. And then whoever their president follows up will, will take that, that role. Um, the other thing that they were looking for, again, the discussion came around about a term of um, um, participation from the um, four municipalities. So I think um, I've asked Renate to put that on our next meeting's agenda so that we can discuss our, our uh, position as to whether or not we want to participate for the three-year term or some other option. Um, there was a number of, <coughs> a number of developments that are going on, but again, those are basically in camera, so I can't really say too much about those. So we'll call that the report. Any uh, meetings that you want that you have to attend next week or this this coming week that you want to highlight? Um. The Staff Appreciation Awards are on Friday. I would hope that we would all be able to attend those at 8.30 in the morning. Um, other, do we have MPC this week? It's not on my calendar, so I'm not sure. Last week was cancelled. I don't know if she's called another one or not. That's it. The other side of the council? Any other meetings starts us for this upcoming week? I attended uh, one meeting here about a week and a half ago. It's nothing really to do with uh, with uh, town business, but it, I'll be sitting on another board um, from a group called Paul Wadham, which is a Peace Regional Sports Foundation. What I'll do is I'll leave a, a newsletter uh, in regards to this board with administration so it can be scanned into your... Uh, your emails just if anybody has any questions about it it's basically it deals with uh, child in need and uh, sports so as an example a child in need let's say if that child wants to play hockey I'll just use that sport as an example um, this group will give that child the uh, a full set of equipment and see that child right through to the age of 18 and or if that child doesn't become a child in need anymore so that uh, society is just being set up now. And also on Saturday, I attended with Councillor Sawchuk. We went to uh, the hotel on the hill here. Best Canadian? No. Western Budget. Or the Budget Hotel there. Uh, we did a, uh, a ladder truck demonstration. It's quite interesting. Okay. Okay. Uh, um. Mr. Mayor, I think I was just noticing that uh, fall cleanup is starting October second through twelfth. Yeah, might be good for people to know. Yeah. You know what our uh, fall cleanup is about, Ryan? Do you? Yeah. This is where we. Uh, we we actually provide a, a bins at the town uh, shop where people can take large you know refrigerators mattresses um, 
yard, large yard debris, that sort of thing, and uh, and put that into. Uh, and they they don't have to haul it to the landfill. Uh, we basically pay for that. Okay, I'll uh, recess uh, for 15 minutes. So I'm just going to get some stew here, and then you're, you can ask me all the questions you want.